Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Friends and family, welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. It's been a long time. Happy you're all here with my two buddies, Mike and Rowett. How you doing, gentlemen? Fantastic. Happy to be back. <laughs> Bringing the dad back in 24. That's what we want to do. <laughs> we normally take a little bit of a break in the beginning of the year. Uh, so this is a nice welcome back episode, not to be confused with welcome back Cotter. And ooh, 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 ooh. we're going to start off with just, <laughs> we're gonna start with just 2024 stuff. Uh, 2024 releases, no particular order, no particular timetable. But before that, I want Rote here to start us off with some rocking and copping, if, if you wouldn't mind, sir. Not at all. And uh, my copping story involves one Robbie F. from Portland. He accompanied me as I attempted to be a sneaker day trader, and I used the local consignment shop index, shout outs to the index crew, stalwarts in the Portland scene. And long story short, I was able to cash in a couple of sneakers and allow me to knock a price down so I could get this. For a mere two fifty, gosh dang it, I love it. Yeah, it was really food. cool to see. He, he was very happy. I was very. He was happy also very worried. He, you were pacing. <laughs> you were like, it was beautiful. It was nice to see. I, I had my good luck charm. So thank you for being there, Robbie. And as for what I'm rocking, I, your boy went a little ham over the holiday period. So. I wore my Adidas AE1s for the first time, just a quick lap around the house, and my goodness, are they bouncy. I like it. I still need a pair of those. I, I, super bounce, whatever it's called, um, or turbo boost, it, it's a tech in there. It's like the the premier tech um, that, that she was headlining. Feels great. I should know the name of it, um, but I forgot. <laughs> and to me, the... Startling thing in a good way is the fact that, to Robbie's point, the latest and greatest in Audi Tech, and it's still at a 120 price point. Which, if you're balling on a budget or if you're trying to get into the sneaker game, what better way to have that as your sneaker? It reminds me of when the KD first came out, the Kyrie came out, and dare I say, even the Sabrina. Like I like when the sneakers are at that 120 price point, and you can kind of grow alongside them, so to speak. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. That's awesome. That's two like awesome. Pickups, man. It's good stuff. Yep. Cool, cool. Mike, would you like to go next? Yeah, I guess I'll go next. So what I'm rocking is going to be the upcoming Reebok uh, Nano X4. I've been putting this bad boy through his paces at the gym. I love this shoe. I think it's the best workout shoe. Like, I love the X3, and this one just follows up real nicely. Um, so that's been my rocking. Uh, Coppin, there's a shoe I have my eye on right now. Um so it's the 25th anniversary of the Nike Air Max Plus. There's a 25th anniversary pair that came out at Foot Locker. They dropped at Nike, but they sold out in all like sizes bigger than like eight. Yeah, they're kind of that uh, gradient pair that goes from like blue to like kind of that 
plum color, which looks really nice. Uh, I think that's kind of on my radar. There hasn't been anything that really piqued my interest I want to buy besides my AE1s, but sold out at this point. Uh, but yeah, I think I feel like this year is going to have a very heavy tuned air, uh, you know, vibe for my collection. <laughs> One thousand percent. Speaking of tuned air, Mike, I saw you posted about the Mbappe inspired or Mbappe endorsed Mercurials. Oh, Those are copied immediately. Copied as soon as they come out, I'm buying them and buying my son a pair because soccer season approaches, and I will be having those in my possession. <laughs> There's like a black and blue pair also that looks super good. Um, I had to stop what I was doing and look it up. These signature sneakers from Adidas Basketball and Anthony Edwards are built for certified bucket getters. The combined boost and light strike midsole is ultra lightweight and adds outstanding energy return to their most explosive moves. So no new tech, but it's boost and light strike together. Um, yeah. And no new tech, no new tech, no new tech, no <laughs> new, no, no, no. So, and, and, and I have to also uh, mention that the AE1 is sold out on adidas.com, but you can likely get them at third-party retailers or in person somewhere. Go in um, person, because I tried footlocker.com, sold out, the foot site's yeah, done. Same. In person would be your best bet. The day that they came out, I had passes to the Adidas employee store, while incredibly friendly staff, they were very sad to tell me that they would not get that shoe for another nine months so that's when i went oh. on my internet finding dora move, move if you will and i was able to find them at champs but locker had a decent size run but yeah as of right now i think your best bet is those third-party sites that we haven't discovered or endorsed yet as a podcast yeah they're out there um and for myself i rocked the silver bullets today um maybe yesterday too i've been I've been really good about wearing shoes in 2023. Um, so Mike and a whole bunch of other people is doing this whole every every day. And I'm like, oh, that's really pretty. I'm not going to put shoes on today. Um, and then <laughs> my last pickup was about a month ago. And I bought the um, Kith EX89 um, Kithmas. It said outdoor. They're a little more rugged feeling maybe, but there's nothing outdoorsy about these. Um, gingerbread on the color. Very wow. nice shoe. Um, I'm just really trying not to buy shoes right now. I'm trying to be mindful about it. There's a lot of really pretty shoes in my closet. And I've been really obsessed with Ban Presto figures. So I'm like, I can buy like four brand Ban Presto figures, like anime figures for the price of like one Jordan <laughs> 3 at retail. So like I've been making my, my bed in other ways. Um <laughs> With that said, though, we always find a way. I, I'm not going to spend money on shoes right now. I'm going to buy something else, though. Don't you worry. But if I keep buying $60 figures, it, it's That's okay. other four quarters in a year. One quarter can be for Van Presto figures, like sneakers and books, and the occasional jerseys thrown in between. See, my thing is I, I'm to the point where I have these like little um, storage containers because there's so many little hands <laughs> I've been collecting. Um, if you watch One Piece, here's Sanji's leg in flaming form. Nice. Um, lots that of cool stuff. Uh, me and my um, son just built the Tanjiro from Demon Slayer he got for Christmas, so he has one yes. in his room. Oh, actually, yeah. I know I should have brought those up, Mike. Um, th those were my definitely my most recent pickup. It was my Crocs. Secret Santa from um, Secret Santa gift from member Julie. Um, and it was the new Croc model, of the Demon Slayer, Tanjiro, uh, water style, number nice. eight. Boom. Pretty cool. Um, anywho, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out this year. Let's just run through a couple. We're not going to make this the longest episode. 
more the shortest. So, <laughs> Mike, go ahead and take us away with uh, whatever you feel like. Yeah. So what we want to do today is really just, hey, we're starting a year out. You know, the slate is wiped clean when it comes to sneaker releases. So we're going to talk about some things that, you know, people have been really anticipating since last year or however long that we've been seeing glimpses and, you know, little pieces of it. And really the first one up is one I never thought was going to retro. It's going to be the Stash Air Max 95. That's one I didn't never thought they would actually retro. That's something that is deep in archives. And for me, I love when they bring back stuff like this. It gives me a chance, gives us a chance to actually get them. But I know there's people out there who are punching the proverbial air because now theirs isn't worth anything even though it's crumbling. So what do you, what do you guys think about this one? Yeah, I mean, I think you said it best yourself. It's been deep in the archives. And usually that's a measure of success for anybody trying to retro as opposed to retroing the same thing every three years. So I do admire Nike's ability to kind of think outside of the shoebox, so to speak. At the same time, not necessarily for me, but I do want to pay respect to the iconic colorway that it does kind of possess. And it is near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. Yeah, I had the Spirit on stash retro from like, what, 2015? Yeah. Something like that. And I bought the wrong size. They were too small. I needed a 13. Um, but I just held on to them for a while. And I watched um, them go on super sale. And I didn't buy them because I said I had a pair. Ended up selling them like a year and a half ago because they just didn't fit. So I, I like stash stuff. But like Mike said, um, it's deep in the vault and maybe too deep for a lot of people. There's been a lot of fantastic archival Nike shoes coming out or well, that have come out the past two years or so yeah. that, you know, were grails back in the day. And now it's just they're on sale or, you know, below retail on StockX. So I have a feeling these are going to be like on sale. And I, I, if they're 130 bucks, I'll buy them for sure. But uh, I'm not paying 210 whatever for it. That's, nah. that's a whole other story. The Air Max price point paying for the legacy <laughs> is crazy. Um, but yeah anywho yeah it's and still I think, good i think this kind of running theme of what a lot of brands are doing this year really deep and diving back into those archives and because the next year we're looking at is going to be the air force one low linen which was originally with a code jp release back i can't remember what year but then kith came back what two three years ago with their kith linen and now More we're getting that just, was a minute yeah it was, it was a while ago and um now we're getting an actual wide release so this is another one. I know people are getting upset that, oh, why are they re-releasing it? But, again, I'm cool with it. If people can get them. I'm not an Air Force One fan, but I, I, I wouldn't have to be really my arm twisted too hard to buy this pair. How do linen sneakers do for you guys? Because I'm almost too scared to wear them, um, just like a linen shirt. Although, I, maybe I'm 15 years away from that linen shirt life. I just have to kind of let myself go as a dad. But <laughs> what do you guys think? These are a two-pair purchase. Like and I'm not I'm not kidding. These are one of my yeah. favorite Air Force ones ever. I'm also the person that paid full price for the West Indies Air Force One that ended up going for like sixty dollars. I have two pairs of them actually. I have two pairs right. in my closet right. right now. Um I paid full price for the undefeated Air Force Ones. Oof. Didn't have to do that. Um uh, but I love them. You know, I'm a huge Air Force One fan. That's definitely top three model in all of Nike for me. I'd even put the Air Force One over like the Jordan one personally. Just head to head, like it's, yeah. It's not Air even Force close, head. Robbie. In that sense, what's up? I said it's not even close for you in that sense because I mean, oh, it's close. But uh -huh. I know the answer because, like, <laughs> it's close. But I know the answer. It's like Jordans, Jordans have great colorways, um, especially you know, like the OGs, right? But mm -hmm. like 
just the amount, the sheer amount of Air Force Ones that have been made in the history of Air Force Ones. Like, <laughs> even I think of like, I wanted the Houston, the H Town ones from like last year, year and a half ago. Oh, those um, are like terrible. Purple. I wanted them so bad to, for like, I wanted to spend 60 bucks, 50 to 60. <laughs> and by the time they hit 45, there were not any sizes. But like, I'll buy those just because it's a cool concept on an Air Force One. Like, I like Air Force Ones. Well, like, I, okay. I'll tell you the Vegas pair coming out. Another pair. I'm not an Air Force One fan, but that Vegas pair looks pretty sweet. Banging. Yeah, I was gonna say if we only knew somebody from the greater Vegas area, that would be likely. <laughs> right. But there was a Bronx one. I mean, a lot of those sat. Um, the yeah. well, the New Orleans one, those sold out right away. Um, they had White a whole gold. city edition like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, very clean. Yeah. Air Force Ones all day. Listeners, Air Force One or Jordan One. What is your, uh, what's what's your team? Let us know in the comments or Discord. <laughs> Let us know, Mike. Oh, you two. What do you think? Air Force One or Jordan One? Can I say Jordan One Low? Yeah. I'm going to say Jordan One Low over Air Force One Low. I mean, it's all of Air Force One versus all of Air Jordan One. Oh, okay. Well, then Jordan One. Yeah. It's just something about Air Force Ones. I just have a couple pair. I just, it has to be the right cut. It has to be a premium one with a lower uh, toe box. I can't wear like a white on white because I'm just swimming in it. It's so much extra room in the toe box. I hate it. Uh, Don't ask me to make the clarifying vote but i guess it's going to come down to me i'll go jordan one just because of the fact that it's the launching off point for a couple of other shoes although they're both highly influential and i don't think you can go wrong either way yeah i don't hate the way they look. i just hate the way they feel <laughs> yeah all right so mind you guys this is probably a nike heavy list because nike's typically the brand who's had lets everything out there so far in advance so there's a lot of things you know from other brands we won't talk about but just to give us a little spice, uh, we want to put in the Salehi Benberry, uh, 1906 New Balance. And then also, can, along with that, the Action Bronson 1906 New Balance, which they both have a pair coming out that look fantastic. I like Action Bronson's pair over Salehi's, but that's just my personal opinion. But what do you guys think of that? I'm yeah, a Salehi, personally. Uh, I was, was going to go Bronson, just because of the fact that as a rapper, he's known to be one of the most colorful, vivid storytellers there is. So when I had heard rumblings of a Bam Bam Baklava shoe, I was like, okay, I mean, that's cool. But I don't know if it's going to have the same attention to detail that his lyrics do. And lo and behold, like that thing truly is a peacock of a shoe. It's so vibrant. It's so pretty. It matches the identity of its inspiration. And you can't go wrong. That being said, I would love to get my first pair of uh, Salehi Crocs or Salehi anything because... Right now, he's truly doing something in my mind that feels completely different from the rest of the world. Yeah, he's yeah. crushing it. That's why yeah. I like his more. I think it's codenamed like the white heat or hot is heat is hot. I don't know. It's heat related. It's the design of it. The, the new balance was, you're talking about? Yeah. And, yeah. Like lava the, the, and magma, I think. It's like it's the 1906R, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lava and magma. They actually drop on tomorrow on his website. Well, for oh, us, geez. January 11th. So if you're hearing this, you yeah. probably passed that day. That's going to be an impossible thing to purchase, but yeah. I mean, I would, I would love to. It'd be fun. Yeah. No, great pair. Um, trying to, again, mix up the brands here. Uh, we're going to get into a little Adidas, which I mean, there's no pictures of this yet, but apparently the corn and Adidas collaboration was such a hit. They're doing a part two this year. Um, Hey, more power to them. I'm not mad at it. I mean, it's about 20 years too late, but people loved it, and those corn fans out there are living their best life with their Adidas on. I mean, uh, it's fairly full circle, right? Because they were one of their first hits was ADA, ADIDAS, mm -hmm. right? 
Look it up, kids, and know what the acronym is, and hopefully you can have a very reproductive life. That being said, yeah, I always want something to pair with my red New York Yankees hat and my denim shirt, like you can see right now. So it's forever nineteen ninety nine in your boy's house. I believe Jonathan Davies or Jonathan Davis. Davis. Davis, he has the lead singer's name. And I've always thought of Adidas in that tracksuit and him and the (laughs) band. So I'm with it. You know, Rowett brought up the Adidas store. Uh, There's actually two times I've been there and two different employees were wearing uh, the corn Adidas gear at work because they just, they can wear anything Adidas related. Um, And it looks fucking sick. Like the, the one of somebody had like the purple tracksuit on, and another person has had like a black sweatshirt, like an oversized black sweatshirt that said "corn" Dope. with three stripes on it. It's cool, um, and I also think it's smart because it plays into, and I'm not in that scene at all. Obviously, wearing one monotone skin color right now throughout my whole body. <laughs> um, the metal, new metal, right? Yeah, like that scene. If if there if that scene still exists, this is like something that their mom could see, and like oh, little Davy would like that. I don't know. Um, also, sells out. Souls sells out. Sold out. It sells out fast, and it sold out <laughs> fast. Yeah, um, definitely. So that shit is not easy to get. Actually, like, exactly. I saw the corn stuff on the employee the first time, and like googled it, and it was on. It was stock xing. Like fuck. Um, I didn't want to do that, but it looks sick. It made me instantly yeah. Google it when I got home. So that's, I mean, strength. I think that that's a win if I've ever heard one, because yeah. the best storytelling allows you to tap into a world you previously were kind of looking at within sta- striking distance, but never ventured truly close to it. But corn, I mean, what next do we get the limp, Di- uh, limp biscuit colorway? Who else was a, anything besides kid rock? I just don't want him to get anything else. <laughs> I feel like limp biscuit is going to give you like a, a fitted cap. I think that's what you're going to get there with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next up, we have Jordan Brand coming back with another Jordan Eleven. You know, surprise, surprise. For the holiday release, we're getting the Columbias. They're not calling them the uh, Legend Blue this time. They did the, with the last release. They're going traditional name Columbia with the, I guess the new cut with the high leather. Um, I've had mixed feelings about this. Not me. I mean, I've heard mixed feelings about it. I like the shoe. I mean, if I can get it, cool. But I've heard a lot of mixed feelings about this one releasing. What do you guys think about this one? I got strong feelings. The Columbia 11 is like one of the only, and I, I can think only on one hand, the amount of OG Jordans I just do not like. Yeah. And the Columbia has always been one. <laughs> uh, Steel Toe 10 is also one. The the Black 15. It's off the top of the head. Shoes I would just, I couldn't do. Um she used to buy Robbie next <laughs> Honestly, bread fours. I don't like bread fours, man. And the reimagined really? ones look even worse. Oh, we'll, we're we'll, going to talk about that in a minute. Exactly. Okay. We'll yeah. bring it up later. No, no. But let like, me, let yeah, me you up. I just don't like it. It's, it's, I've never seen a pair more than six years old that doesn't look like my skin right now, where it's patent leather. It turns that beige, white. It, it doesn't age well. And I don't care what you do to it. Maybe they've mastered the technique to do white patent leather that won't yellow, but shit knows I haven't seen one. So, like, I don't like it. It like, never ages well. It looks I bad. love a good Robbie color shoe. What are no, you talking no, no. about? First of all, first of all, your, your complexion is flawless, young king. I will not hear anything otherwise. And white patent leather might be my new nickname for you, WPL for life. Uh, so, there you go. No, it's to echo your sentiment, 
it's there. It's a December 11 release. If we don't like it, that's fine. The rest of the world is going to go nuts for it. So just going to kind of sit back. But I agree with both of you. I think this is the second. Or, could you guys remind me what the Jordan 11 December releases were for the last two years? We had uh, Gratitude's last year, Cherries the year before that. Uh, we got. No, I wasn't Cherry the year. Cherries were more than what? that before. No, that was 2022. So I had sold the pair. I think it was 2021, man. What the hell was last year then? See, okay. that's the point, though. That's exactly. <laughs> that is exactly my point. It's just, I want to know. <laughs> as Mike is kind of giving us the hopefully the next, or the, rather the last four years of Jordan 11 releases in December, it's probably going to be four misses for me. With maybe I think the last one I was kind of hyped for was the Bread 11, but even then, I thought it would retro fairly quickly compared to previous other retros. So, yep, so like I said, mm-hmm, go ahead, Mike. Oh, sorry to cut you off, buddy. So. In order the last three years, including 2023, so Gratitude, Cherry 2022, Cool Gray 2021, oh. uh, we got, was it, after that I lose it though because there was a bunch of nonsense, but I know in 2019 we got the playoffs again, so I don't know 2020, that's the blank year for me right now. Jubilees, so, Jubilees, what we got? The, all those shoes, I literally bought... The cherry highs and sold them. I thought it was way longer than that. I was I looked at them and said I'm never gonna wear these and I didn't. <laughs> um and then I had the cool grays, sold those, and then I sold my twenty ten cool grays, um, just sold my Concords. Like I don't think I have any eleven lows anymore either. I, yeah, it's just that shoe would not get comfortable. it doesn't get comfortable. But to Rose's point, the bread is still like the bread and butter. I wore the bread elevens on December twenty ninth. I nice. remember it specifically, and I felt like I had superpowers. Like, when... <laughs> it's you can't beat that shoe. I mean, it's one of the. I don't have any more in my collection. I've sold them off because, like you said, you can only do so much with it. Uh, but cool grays and space jams are still this inner child's grail. Like, I still want those two pairs of shoes. And I've never had them. Yep. No, and it's funny we're kind of talking about the power of the Elevens because to tie it back to rocking and topping. Essentially, the three shoes that I was able to trade in were two Jordan 11 lows, the Georgetown, which I kind of miss, and the gold medal ones, which I'm like, no, go ahead and take Oh, them. yeah, like, I remember that. To Robbie's <laughs> point, like, I'm never going to wear those. And then I was able, because I had two pairs of the 7210s, I gave one mm-hmm. of the 7210s up. And I was more surprised by the fact that the price that I got for the Jordan 11 low navies trumped the 7210s, which was really saying really? something to me. Yeah. Okay. This surprises me. I got to say this too. I just saw while we're recording um, a pair of Air Force Ones on sale for $57. And like, I started Walk breathing. Away. I started breathing heavy. I was like, oh shit. Get <laughs> put himself on mute. Robbie, that's like, you, that's... you have not bought speaker in 30 days, my brother. Make it 31. But this is Trailblazer Red and it's free shipping. How many How many white and red or black and oh, red shoes do you so have? So many. I have there you go. an insane like you amount of How many, how many <laughs> anime figures? Are you going to be able to buy with that same amount of money? <laughs> one. Yeah. Actually, one. The shits are expensive. Just, just one. So in that case, go nuts. Sorry. <laughs> right. Oh. Go nuts. You, did you buy it already? You pulled the trigger, didn't you? Do it. Do it, Robbie. See, this is how we're going to try to get Robbie not to buy it, by trying to encourage him in a public platform like this. Do it, Robbie. No, I just said, I did it for myself. It has the big, bold blocking of Nike Air on the back heel tab. That looks oh, so bad yeah. to me. I hate that lettering. It looks like shit. I do oh, not like it's, it. It's like the bootleg version of it. It's like, well, I why don't did you do want that? it. Oh, my God. All those beautiful. Don't you have the white and pink ones, Mike? 
The white and pink no, anniversary. No, that's the one I wanted, and I never bought them because I was like, I'm never going to wear this. And I hate the I hate the Nike in the back, too. But I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's mine, Robbie. Um, but no, like, when you have enough, yeah, I can be selective. The second I saw the heel tab, I'm like, ah, instant kill. I do not like that. You know what I do like, though? These Jordan 4 releases are going to happen. Tell us about it, Mike. Oh, yeah. So, first of all, I'm getting a little irritated at these outlets trying to push the... They're trying to take the hype of the Jordan SB, uh, Jordan 4 SB, and put it on the Jordan 4 military. Irritate me, because that's... If anyone didn't know that, it's my favorite Jordan 4. And Nick Ingvall, who's not here with us today, sees the same way. He loves that Jordan 4. And it sat last on the release back in 2012. Now they're trying to make sure it doesn't sit by every chance they can. They're saying, oh, it's built just like the SB4. It's built just like the SB4. Just let me have this shoe, man. Like, it's going to release here. And so that's 1-4 coming out. And, of course, we have the one Robbie alluded to, which I'm actually excited about because I like the leather better than the new buck. Shoot me. I know. Whatever. But I think the reimagined for the black cement is actually really good, even though it, all it is is the rev- uh, reverse motor sport with red accents. I mean, for me, I'm going to try for the Bread 4 just because I've never had a pair of Bread 4s. And Same. I don't know if we're ever going to get a new buck edition. So this is probably as close as I'm going to get. But I do agree with you. It seems that, and Mike, I wanted to kind of ask you this as you were chatting about the Military Blue 4 compared to the SB4. When you say they're made exactly the same way, break that down for us because there may be some of us that are listening for the first time. So they're they're saying at this shape. So if anyone's familiar with the SB4, I mean I don't have one clearly, but the it was constructed to have a almost OG construction where it's a sneaker toe box than we would typically get. Because a lot of times you get a Jordan Four. I literally don't have one out. You're gonna have more of a boxy toe where it should be sleeker, which the SB4 did. Uh, higher cut of the suede or new buck on the toe box. Uh, I think it's a softer midsole with better air unit in it. And I think they went with a rubberized uh, heel tab, which people, some people don't like the plastic. So I think that's what they're looking at. Just, you know, better materials, all that good stuff. So that's how they're trying to market this Jordan 4 military blue now. Uh, because I feel like no one besides a few handful of people really looking for a military blue. Let me tell you, I have a level of stories. Story one, I do not like the plastic pull tab on my green sp4s oh you have them okay i have them but it's they're i've seen enough of them they're in the closet closet <laughs> i'll pull them out in a year or so um story i hate two? the plastic it, it, I, I want plastic i hate the rubber story okay. two military blues 2012 i was living in stanford california at the time i went in there to go buy a pair of either um cherry i think cherry 12s or playoff 12s and the only thing they had left in there was a size 12 military blue. And I bought them. And I wore the fuck out of them. Like, I wore them to, like, I, I beat them. Yeah, like, not as bad as Michael has. But um, <laughs> I sold them before they got to that point. But I was like, these have these have sold their, served their purpose with me. And I, I let Thank them. Thank you for your service, both well, of you. The second I got the white, <laughs> I know when I sold them, I sold them in 2016. Because I got the white cements finally, and I still have those. Those are on their last leg. Um, and I was like, I don't need military blues anymore. I'm going to wear the fuck out of these. And I did. And I recommend people doing that. Yeah. Um, if you have a shoe you've worn a lot, I'm not saying go make money off it. You're probably not going to make a lot. But go make room for a new shoe to get to that pit place. Because if you keep saying, oh, I have a beater. I'm going to wear these beaters. And you just beat one pair of shoes up like... 
Go retire those. You can't keep beating a dead thing that's fucked up, Mike. You're, just, <laughs> you're, 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 you're desecrating the shoe Look, at that point. I um, felt kind of proud, though. Like, I actually wore a shoe and now to where it just broke down. Like, I felt kind of proud. Oh, yeah. You should. Like, feel proud. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, crap. Now, I, like, I don't have to by any means. This is literally a first world world problem. But it's like, uh, I really, I'm not any good at any, like, fixing shoes. So, I kind of feel like I am pigeonholed. If I want another pair of these, I have to try to go for the ones that are coming out. Um... So that's so, all. Oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. See, look, we all got that. some flappers at the 2020s, so, you know, but what I, with the, with the re, uh, reimagines, I feel like I have to get them because just like Robbie, I've never owned black cement fours. And I have a story to go along with that is that in 2012, when they released in black Friday, this is when you can still go into the store and have a decent chance of getting things. I had just moved to Houston after I graduated, uh, the December before and walked into a mall black Friday that afternoon. No one was really in there. Raptor 7s, Black Cement 4s. I just bought these not that long ago. So, like, oh, cool. I'll just buy the Raptor 7s. I have never wanted to slap myself so hard. Like, <laughs> I, I sold the Raptor 7s after a while and yet still have never owned a pair of Black Cement 4s. And See, my thing is, though, just uh, it's complicated because I think the Royal Reimagines get away with it because... The material does look good. I don't even view them as a Royal Jordan 1, though. It's just a suede black and blue Jordan 1. The Reimagined 4, it's not the Bread 4. The Bread 4 is the Bread 4. It's like literally, okay, this is a good way. It's like your mom makes the best chocolate chip cookies, and she uses milk chocolate in the as the chocolate chips every time. And then she pulls up and like, oh, these are extra dark chocolate in here. It's the same cookie. But it's extra dark now. Nah, it tastes different. No it's not the same. It looks the same. It's both chocolate, right? Like it's it's this it's the same, but yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. this it's not the same flavor. Like it doesn't work in my book at all. I think that's fair as well. It's just yeah. one of those things where I think it just ultimately comes down to the fact that if you've had a memory with the shoe, you want it. If you don't have the shoe and you want to make new memories, you probably want it as well. But then if you are a fan of milk chocolate and you see dark chocolate ahead, to your point, Robbie, you want nothing to do with it. You know what? Give me some less than stellar milk chocolate in the next batch of cookies just so I reminded why I love that cookie so much. Here's a novel idea. Just make the bread four. Like it's not like it's it's well, crazy. You have I, I've heard now that they're not gonna be I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but any of the OG stuff, they're not gonna be just making them like readily available like they used to be. So they're thinking they're gonna take the page out of the like the Jordan 85s. You're only going to get OG colors on the 85 cuts now uh, with the with the real material. So to speed us along a little bit, the Black Show Jordan 1s coming out, reimagined this year. I think sometime in the fall. Not going to be all leather. It could be patent leather. It can be suede, but it's not going to be. Uh, or it could, it, supposedly it could even be aged, but you're not going to get a true to form black toe or OG color anymore unless it's 85 cut. Okay, this makes stuff people really don't want that much. Okay, cool. No, it's yeah, not I mean, your fault, just... but it's... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I do... I just report the news, dog. <laughs> I, we don't want to shoot the messenger, but I'm kind of in agreement with Robbie if I'm understanding him correctly, because I also make the argument, even in the last five years, these OG colorways that they're giving to us, they're not that readily accessible still. I mean, this mm. is where I think sneakers has truly made its mark as being a nuisance to sneakerheads, even though it's not its intention. Yeah. Yeah, like the Gratitude 11s, you know that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man meme where he's like wiping his the glasses. <laughs> no, that's exactly it. It's like, oh, are those the DMPs? Like, 
Oh, they're gratitudes. And like, <laughs> I enjoyed the 72 and 10s. There's a reason not reason why I'm getting there. 72 and 10s had the, the leather upper instead of the ballistic mesh. Yeah, yeah. And it rubs the foot different. It breathes differently. It doesn't breathe. Um, <laughs> not at all. And it just, it, it rubs the tongue differently. It's a completely different feel. That's like going from milk chocolate to white chocolate, right? But like, it's not what I'm really looking for. If, if those would have been ballistic mesh concords with a gold Jumpman on it. Oh, easy cop. Sold. Sold. Easy. Let's make a concord with gold. It's not the concord because it's not the black Jumpman. Why can't you just make that? I don't know. And I also don't like the high patent leather. It doesn't fit the foot right. So I don't know who they're like testing those on. But like, there's weird things, man. Like, all the people running Jordan from like a creative, like marketing point owned 2010 Space Jams. They owned, I mean, 2009 Space Jams, 2010 Cool Grays. They know how those shoes felt. Like, it's not a point now where it's like, oh, we've gone so far away from the 1990s. We lost the molds. Like, no, you did it right like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, 14 years ago. Just do it right again. Like, it's not the perfect way, but it fit the foot better. They looked better. People fantasize about those old shoes. <laughs> Just make the shoes how people want them to be made. It's like I mean... iPhone. 15, 16, right? 14. It's all the same fucking it's all iPhone. The same iPhone yeah. <laughs> it's like all the same thing. Different colors. Pro and uh, con of that, right? It's yeah. like Well, so getting yeah. into you know retros we're getting, supposedly another one of those deep archival things, but I know we've been reshaping the Air Max One. We're supposed to be getting the chlorophyll pad of Air Max One. Fire. I mean, of course. <laughs> like Interesting. I'm right there with you. Like but if people can complain, oh, what shape is it? Like, you know, what are we going to get? Because back then the shape wasn't amazing, but I think people learned how to mold it the way they wanted. But now we're supposedly getting this, you know, the, the Air Max 1s have been way better over the past year or so. Is it going to be a complaint because they don't look like the OGs? What are we going to be looking into at this point? What's even funnier is like the big bubble doesn't even look like the big bubble, like the original. It's, oh, yeah. They're not big bubble it's a sketch that. of it. I get it. But it's like, ah, who's – you could close your eyes right now and – ask somebody and there's no way to track it but like what's your mental picture of what the air max 90 should look like or the air max one should look like and like there's going to be 50 different answers from 50 different people because every couple years they just tweak it a little bit because why not um there's no perfect way that chlorophyll though absolute banger like that's one i will be purchasing um hooker by crook yeah, even under the radar this year, it's 2024, the infrared Gore-Tex Air Max 90. That thing got Plain. no fanfare. I, didn't, I just saw it. I hate it says Gore-Tex on the top. Like, <laughs> they why you do know. you have to put that there? Like, why? let you know what's up. <laughs> but I love the concept. Like, that's really cool of an idea. Um, but that's, that shape is a weird shape comparatively. Like, there's no uniform. Like, do you have to change the shape to put Gore-Tex on it? No, Probably not. The they have to change the shape so you don't think it's an OG and get that one cheaper. That's why. Yeah. Like, mm, we can't let you do that. We can't let you win. But yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the Air they Max. They don't want you to win. They don't want you to win. Let's <laughs> let's end on this one just because we're getting to a little bit of time. Um, the Air Max 180, the Ultramarine. 
I'm sure both of you are very aware of that oh, shoe yeah. being like 50 bucks both times its last retro. I think it's going to do it again, and I'm going to buy it this time because I did it the last two, and I kept saying, I'll get it next time. I'll get it next time. This is that next time. I'm buying it. Yeah, What's no, I'm going to 160 probably. Okay. Somebody's swoosh account. Like, that shoe's going to sit. Like, I don't yeah, think it's going like, to be any well, issue. Gonna, we knew somebody well, that had a swoosh account. Yeah, I was like, I got to make certain phone calls. But like, look, I'm not buying this full price. <laughs> if I could get these for half off. No, I bought these full price. I bought the Golden Bullets for over half price Dude, and so the Atlantic Blues for over half price. They were 80 bucks until recently until they finally sold out on Nike's website. I'm like, why didn't I buy these? I didn't need them. That's the reason I didn't buy them. But I was like, man, whoever bought these... Congratulations, you got one of the best shoes in Air Max history for literally a third of the price. Change. So, so the 180 is a must for it me. It is. There's a lot of great ones. Things I missed out on back in like, what, 2012, 2013, like the, was it Germany? Uh, you had the Germany one with the camo on it. You had a bunch of different, like England. Like, I, I'm, I kick myself for not getting those because they sat around for a while and it's like, ah, fantastic. I just, you know what? They didn't get cheap enough for me. And on that but, note. Oh, well, Ro, do you want a pair? I didn't hear if you wanted a pair. No, no, I definitely oh. would consider getting a pair. I'm not a big Air Max guy, but to your point, like, there are just certain shoes after a while. If you're a completist in your collection, you're like, I should have a pair of these just for posterity's sake. And it's one of those things that, for me, it's easier to justify buying a shoe that's not ne necessarily traditionally in my comfort zone. So yeah. that's probably going to be a gateway drug for me, in a sense. That's going to be a good one. It's yeah. a Jerry Seinfeld staple. Yep. It's oh. and, and, I, and I have to say this. Mike, I also had that black with like the blue and pink pair you have of Air yeah, Max 180. Yeah, mine are in the corner. Dusty That's a Buster colorway, and like Buster, I got hey, rid of fake mine. CDG, fake CDG, man. It's, close it's to a Elgin. Buster colorway, and like that shoe is like the master of Buster colorways. Like, there's so many bad. I would say, oh, I mean, at this point, every Air Max has a lot of Buster colorways, but the 180's gotten some tough, some some tough love. So when like the good ultramarine, like that's the good yeah. one. To be fair, they were thirty bucks when I bought them from Nike Outlet. No, me too. I got them from the outlet. I'm, <laughs> I, I wore them in the rain a couple times, um, and then I donated them. I yeah. like, this is a Buster color. They're definitely you can't wear them often. Like you're right. I mean, I, I hate to admit it, but you're right because you can't do much with the, that pair. It's of a shoes. Buster colorway. Like, <laughs> who the fuck made this black? And like, it's, and dude, it's, it was CDG light. We can afford CDGs. So we're like, all right, we're getting these. Well, let me tell you this. No, let me make you think of this, that Michael. Was it was a gosh darn crime. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what it crime. was. Listeners and Mike, go hold your Air Max 180 from that era and tell me that looks or feels much different than the reimagined Bread 4 coming out. Because that's what it looks like to me, that black what? leather. like It's going to be. Not even close. Not even close. And that, and oh, so like the craft Jordan Four, I saw them on sale to, earlier today for 150 bucks. I was like, hell yeah! I've been wanting to buy that shoe on discount. Hook me up. Um, no sizes in my size. So like, uh, there's good Jordan Fours being made. Um, the craft ones kill me. Those look so right. damn good. But I want like 150 and my so, size. So since we're finishing up. Give me, give me a shoe that you guys are excited for that maybe you've seen in past that you, you know, whispers is coming out, and I mean we know the obvious things we got Galaxy KD four things like that, but I mean for me the Craft Jordan three that's coming out in a couple months or that is a beautiful shoe. We talk about Craft Jordan fours, I made me think of this. Yeah, I want that one. That double paneling, the clear back tab with Nike and a Jumpman on it. I think that's really really dope. And I hope people still feel the same way about threes and let them sit like these fears because I literally walked in the store, grabbed fear threes, and walked out like nothing. Nothing. 
the broke Balvins. I think that's what they kind of look like. Well, these came out first. What you talk? Wait, which is way? No, wait. the the Jordan Three Crafts coming oh, out. Oh, nah. The nah, broke Balvins. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> instead of J Balvins, they're K Balvins. They're the Kenny J Brokers. Um, nah, it's just I know exactly what shoe you're talking about, and like that's also kind of an issue a little bit in my book because we're starting to hit too many of the same like looks motifs. Yeah. Um, Ro and I lamented at Index. I wish I would have bought the Jordan Four white metallic red, white metallic green, white metallic purple, white metallic orange. I didn't buy any of them, and Same. I really wish I would have now. Well, uh, that was a bad time though. It was that 2020, 2021? Like, good luck. That was a pandemic time, man. Yeah, it was yeah. A very weird. Oh, I'll tell you. So, the trophy room, and I don't even like Marcus Jordan like that or trophy room, but the one lows look really cool. Like they just flashbacks look... to me. I don't know why. I, maybe just kind of like. I'm just him. not getting my hopes up with anything that says the word trophy room in it. And... Oh yeah, I don't think sold. I'm gonna what get them. About? They're already sold. <laughs> um, but also the trophy room sevens from last year or two years. I think it's last year. Those, those last those killed me too. Those Way are better. Banging. Way better. I like that. The new sheriffs in town or whatever it's called. Yeah, I like those a lot actually. So, and those yeah, actually I've... flopped on the secondary market. So you can actually buy those for around retail. Fun fact. That's not bad. I shouldn't, but maybe I will. Listeners, what's a <laughs> pair of Jordans either coming out or recently released you're looking forward to? Been asking you a lot of questions today. So, uh, uh, and before we go, I'll give my answer to that question. And, Robbie, did you give an answer to you? Because I don't want to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, the trophy room one. Backdoor specials. I, I'm now probably the topic I'm most fascinated by in the world of sneakers is the handling of the Kobe line going forward. And I have two that I'm very curious to acquire. One is a, I believe, an OG colorway of the six, which is that Italian camo, because nothing says camo like camo shorts. And I need a shoe to match that. And then I'm intrigued by this Kobe 4 girl dad colorway, which seems to be like a, what would you call that? Like a Philadelphia Eagle green, maybe? Like suede? I think it's suede. It's not the only thing that I'm not too crazy about is the suede but i think it's one of those shoes hopefully that when it's in my hand it'll be a grower not a shower but who's to say it's a beautiful looking shoe i think we'll do a whole kobe episode because we could talk about the philadelphia fours there's nines gold medals there's a good amount of stuff coming out um so tbd on the kbb um oh shit that worked Kobe Bean Bryant. Mind blow, like right there. He's TBD like, on the KBB. Oh my god! Damn, you got you got balloons on that one. Shun closing the show. Shutting it down. We're done. Thanks We're for done. listening. Hit the comments. Um, link to everybody will be in the description. Like and subscribe. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. Peace, everybody. Follow us on Instagram. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.